Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Ariel Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Ariel Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. What's up, tribe? We're back. We're back, and we have Starbucks. Yeah, and yes. that is the important thing. That's the important thing. We just thought we'd put that on air. So, yeah. <laughs> so what's the key? What's the key, Jason, to great Starbucks? It's uh, powdered cinnamon. Yep. Just black with powdered cinnamon. So, yeah. It's good. Healthy? Yeah, it's healthy. And, you know, it's not going to affect any kind of calorie intake. So, uh, we, we haven't had a sponsor, so Starbucks is our first sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. They yeah, should, they totally should be. They should totally care about this show. Um, so here's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about, uh, something that is a reality for all of us. And yet, um, is something that is, uh, not something we look forward to. And that is burnout. Um, here's the thing I've heard a number of, um, motivational gurus, entrepreneur gurus. I listen to them all. And they oftentimes when they talk about burnout, they'll talk about it like, well, just don't, you know, or or grit, you know, you just need more grit. You're not, burnout is mentally weak. That may be, um, I, I have all kinds of speculation about where burnout comes from and what, what causes it. But the bigger issue is we are going to face it. We are going to get there. And when we get there, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. I, th- I think it's just natural where, like, even, I mean, if we can just kind of stick to the analogy of working out, like, your body has to rest. You can't go work out the same muscle group six days a week. You know, you got to right. work it and rest it, and that's how growth takes place. And I think that's how it is for us, you know, mentally and emotionally and spiritually and all the, you know, physically, you've got to allow your body to to rest. And, and so that's kind of what we want to talk about is to make sure that burnout doesn't flip into something that could be negative or detract from all the efforts that you put together. Yeah. And, and so I, I want to make sure that we, we cover this. Like, I, I believe that as you grow mentally, you will visit burnout less. However, I'm not entirely sure that it's because you're getting mentally stronger. It's because as you grow mentally, you understand how to put healthy rhythms in your life. Mm-hmm. And those healthy rhythms will prevent you from actually visiting that place because you know when to push forward and when to hit the brakes a little bit. I think one thing, you know, so there's, I think there's a couple components about burnout. There's, there's the resting component. And then I also think from an active standpoint, there's also the focus component, right? Creating boundaries that making sure that don't take us away from what we're actually trying to do. Because I, I know for me, uh, that can happen sometimes. You know, like, I'm like, oh, okay, sure, yeah, we can, we can, we can do that, pull that in, versus like, nope, can't do that. You know, and and so I think there's like the the active part of making sure that burnout doesn't come at you. You know what I mean? Just you know, from your kind of day to day too. So yeah, yeah, and I I know that um, for me, um, stepping into this rhythm of rest, work, rest, work, rest, work. Um, 
work, 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 work. You have seasons where you're going to, like, for example, um, we're just on the other side of Easter weekend right Mm -hmm. now, and I'm a pastor, and that's kind of a big day. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the biggest day for the church all year. And so uh, one of the things that I think um, that I realized about it for myself is I've been in a fog for the last couple of days since the weekend, and and I'm like, man, why am I so tired? Well, <laughs> it's a lot of energy. We had a lot of energy, a lot of emotional energy, and I think more, more and more, um, burnout isn't rooted in like physical fatigue. Boot out, burnout, boot out, burnout is rooted in um, emotional and spiritual fatigue. Uh, it's when we start losing the mental game that we get, we start mm-hmm. to face burnout. And so I know for me that uh, as as I'm sitting in this space that I got to find some time to rest. And I, and I know that because if I don't, burnout has a tendency to pick up steam. And what happens is you once you get kind of mentally tired, uh, emotionally tired, what happens is that starts to pick up steam because it starts to change your perspective. And then that mm-hmm. once your perspective turns negative, then it's just like this massive boulder rolling down a hill. Yeah. And that's where we start, you know, naturally taking steps backwards and that's where it can get really negative really fast. Yeah. So we want to talk today about the do's and don'ts mm-hmm. of burnout. Boundaries for burnout is what we're going to call this Boundaries episode. Boundaries for burnout. Love it. And uh, and we're going to kind of build on some of these. And we would love just to, just to on the front load this, we'd love to hear your, uh, your rhythms for how you avoid burnout, what to do when you face it, and what not to do when you face it. How What, what would you add to the list? We'd love to have you email us that, um, and we'd love to get your input, because we're going to face burnout too, and uh, we want to be able to manage it well. So here's some, some do's. Uh, first one is rest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I know that's like a duh, but I think most people are like, I'm just going to push through rest. Yeah. I, I, and I, I think one thing that I feel like a purpose I've been trying to do last couple of years when I think about resting is being purposeful with my time, especially with my family. Like, Hey, I'm not going to, I'm literally going to put the phone in the other room. I'm not going to allow there to be distractions, but that resting for me is just unplugging from the world that has such quick access to me. Yeah. Right. So how do I get away from that? And so that, um, I can rejuvenate, you know, with my family and my kids and have conversations and things like that. So, you know, creating those boundaries, I guess, um, so that, you know, wherever I'm at or whatever I'm trying to rest from, I'm being very purposeful through it. Yeah. And I think, um, when you, when you're talking about rest, sleep is a part of rest. Yeah. Um, we know people I happen to be married to one who is a world champion nap taker. Like she <laughs> is here. so good at it. Uh, and, and I'm like, man, how do you, <laughs> it's like, you got a full night's sleep yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> like, yeah. how do you do that? Um, but that, you know, for some people, rest means sleep. I think rest means understanding what is it that rejuvenates your soul? What is it that feeds you? And focus on that. The you know the principle of Sabbath, which is a biblical idea, um, isn't so much about not working. It's about taking a day to break from producing to do things just for the purpose of feeding your soul. Yeah. And, and that's really the idea because it's it's uh, it's like a mental reset. Like it it shifts your mind and, and allows you to uh, rejuvenate, get more energy, and do all this stuff. So rest is like top of the list. Yeah. What is it that feeds your soul? And that might be something that would be worth spending some time thinking about. Like, yeah. What do I do that feeds my soul? Yeah. Like, cause like for me, it, this might sound weird. I, I've just come to really enjoy reading 
and I don't know what it is like I can just sit down like what are you gonna I'm, I'm gonna sit here and read this book and for some reason it, it it's like charging the batteries mm-hmm. uh, ideas start flowing you know there's that connection component or just taking the dog for a walk and just doing some of those basics that uh, I don't know simple but uh, very effective for me personally yeah you know I uh, one of the things that that happens for me is even when I'm not tired, even when I'm not facing burnout, my my mind has a tendency to just spin, 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 spin all the time. And turning it off is hard. Yeah, and when I'm in a burnout mode, that's really, really counterproductive. And so just being able to say, you know what I'm going to do is for the next two or three hours or the next day for today, I am going to watch TV. I'm going to pick a random meaningless show yeah. and I am going to check out. I'm going to step into an alternate reality because what it does is it reframes my thoughts. I mean, it checks my brain off so that I don't have to keep spinning on those things that I can't let go of. Yep. I have fixation issues. Yeah, no, I thank God for Netflix. It's the only way I can sleep because I'm like, okay, where am I going tonight? Because I have to go somewhere else to that point. I totally relate to that. Yeah. And so like, here's the, here's the problem is you can develop a habit of doing that every single day for hours a day. And that's not productive. Yeah. That's not what we're after. But at the same time, when you're facing burnout, one of the number one things you have to do is rest. And that means that uh, you have to do things that feed your soul. Next thing that I would add add to the list is this. Um, Whatever your life is, you have things that you have to do. Um, And you don't get to get away from, especially like if you're a parent or like if you're a single parent, like you um, you can't break from your responsibilities. People need you. And when you don't have anything to give, they don't care. Like, that's just the truth of being a person of influence. And so what I would say is when you're in a burnout mode, strip your life down to the most basic minimum compliance. Do just the the things that you have to do. Uh, We all have um, frills that we add in our life. And and here's here's the reality. I tell my my staff this all the time, like your scheduled time isn't what kills you. It's how we get, how we use our discretionary time that eats us alive. Um, And so strip everything away and just do the minimum requirements. Like I got to make food for the kids. Okay. I got to take the garbage out. Okay. But I'm not going to go to a party with 85 friends when I have no energy (laughs) to be social, you know, (coughs) I'm not going (coughs) to, sorry, <coughs> coughing. I'm not going to um, do things that draw energy when, I, when I'm in that space of, gosh, I just don't have any energy to give. Yeah. And I think something that I know that you do, uh, I haven't had a chance to do it for a full disclaimer, but plan to is just sometimes just then getting away by yourself for a couple of days, you know, yeah. and the reflecting. So I think there's kind of those, that scale of, Hey, I, I, I need to unplug, unplug with my family to, unplug from social aspects and then just to unplug, you know, from everybody and everything and just have those times to reflect. And those are really powerful. Yeah. I I love to take about every six weeks. I love to get away for two nights. Um, It's basically 48 hours, but it's the afternoon of one day and then a full day and then the morning of another day. And uh, I I just get away and be alone and um, do nothing, uh, but be quiet with the Lord. I read, I pray. Um, journal, do all kinds of things to just uh, sit with the Lord. And that's such a super valuable time for me. And it's a great resetter. And if if you're in a space of burnout, that'd be critical. What I've found is creating a rhythm around that 
prevents a lot more burnout oh, than, sure. than I would normally face. I'm sure. But strip yourself away to the most basic life expectations, whatever those are for you. It's different for everybody, but like, don't, don't plan any big home improvement projects when you're burnout. Don't, don't be like, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm going to remodel the kitchen. Like, yeah. you know, you know a little bit yeah, about that. Yeah, that we got that going on. <laughs> you know, the other thing that comes to my mind is it kind of gets back to the basics. I feel like you also got to make sure that, like I said, burnout, burnout, there, there is an activity of, of being proactive. That's a better way to put it. You know, it's like the boundaries of just like making sure that people or situations or things that are not moving you to where you need to go and want to go. Right. Are, are, are sucking any tree from you. I mean, people can suck it away from me. Like, you know, putting those boundaries so uh, to prevent additional burnout to the situation, I just think it's critical when we start talking about the, the do's and the don'ts, and I just think that's make sure it's a don't. Yeah. You got you to remove things that are just going to get in the way because um, life's going to be hard and tiring and exhausting and unforgiving and unpredictable and all of those things. Yep. So that's important. I think one of the keys to being productive in your life is learning how to strip things away. Um, like there's, there's a, there's a getting better. There's a developing your skills. There's that. But I think maybe even more important is stripping away all the things like getting really good at minimalist. It, I, I think it's mastering the basics. Yeah. I, I, I was talking about this on a coaching call today with a bunch of uh, advisors, you know, and, and hey, these guys, 30, 40 years of doing this. Hey, what great insight, whatever. And I was like, I've come to realize this in the last couple of years that life is about mastering the basics. It really is. Cause that's where excellence shows up. And, and they're like, Oh, that's kind of insightful. And they're like, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. And, and we're, I think that's kind of what we're talking about here is getting back to those essentials. Cause that's, what's going to help protect us. Hey, we're going to do this. And I want to make sure that nothing distracts me. But at the same time to the things that you're talking about, I'm going to get some rest. I'm going to rejuvenate myself. And, and there's that scale of spending time with my family, with no distractions or going to the mountaintop for two days like you do. Mm-hmm. So yep, absolutely. Here's another do. And I think this is actually really important. Interrupt your pattern. And here's what I mean by that. So when you're facing burnout, you're in the midst of like, oh my gosh, everything just, everything's hard. But then what happens is we wind up checking out on the television till midnight and then we have to get up at five. Well, five hours of sleep is not going to rejuvenate you, right? It just isn't. I don't care who you are, not over the long term. You can do it for a little while, but nobody can sustain that. And I know people are like, I only sleep three hours a night. Well, that's a load of crap. Like that's not true. <laughs> you're not in REM sleep. Yeah, you're not. You're not. You're not resting. You're not. Your body's not even able to do what it's supposed to do in three hours. Um, I, and so, like, interrupt your pattern. So make sure that if you're tired, that you're going to go to bed at like nine thirty or ten instead of midnight, or even nine o'clock. And you're going to get some meaningful sleep. And if you're like, well, I'll just lay in bed and do that. Take melatonin. Like, help yourself go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, do that and, and interrupt your pattern. So that's just your sleeping pattern, but interrupt your life pattern. Like what are the, what are the things that you're doing? Take an inventory. What are the things that you're doing? What's minimum compliance? What do I have to do? And then what can I do to add something different? How, how can I let this go, twist that, do this different, whatever it is, interrupt your pattern. Cause doing that reframes your, your perspective, which is a lot of where burnout resides. Totally agree with that. So let's listen to some don'ts. Here's some here's some don'ts that I think, and I, I, I this is probably one of the worst things that people do when they hit burnout is they're like, I'm cutting everything away forever, you know. Mm-hmm. 
that's not smart. <laughs> yeah. It's just not smart. When you when you are in a in a, a bad space, when you're burnout or whatever, don't ever make any major life decisions. Don't switch jobs. Don't move. Don't get a divorce. Don't don't do any of those things that are major life decisions. The reason is because you're not clear-headed and you will regret doing that. If you have something that you're like, I'm so burnt out, I got to quit my job. Okay, jot that down, quit my job. And in six weeks, if you still feel that way, then re-examine it. But don't do it in the midst of burnout. Because uh, like for me, for example, coming out of this Easter weekend and I'm like, man, I'm tired. And and all of the all of the things of my job that are coming at me, you know, all the responsibilities and all this stuff, I could be like, man, this is overwhelming, because it feels a little bit that way. What I also know is, I love my staff, I love my job, I love I love what I do and and why I do it, and and because of that, if I'll just hang in there, that's what will take back over. Yeah. Even if even if right now I'm like, man, it, I, I feel like we could cut all these people away and I'd be just fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go sell cars or something. So don't make any major life decisions. Don't do that. Um, Not while you're burnt out. If you have one that you feel like you need to make, uh, write it down and wait six weeks and then come back to it and see if it's still an issue and then maybe revisit what does it look like to make that change. But the reality is you're going to get there and be like, ah, I mean, maybe it wasn't such a big deal. Cause in, in the midst of those like drained spaces, we say and do things all the time that we're like, I didn't really mean that. Yeah. I, I call it, I call it putting it on the shelf, you know? So if there's something you got, you know, let's say maybe it's not even burnout, but it's emotional, you're emotional and you're like, you know what? I'm going to work on it. I got to go put it on the shelf. Right. Right. And um, there's a lot of, you know, put a pin on it, whatever you want to say, but that's always my thing. I'm going to put it on the shelf and I'm going to pull it off in two days, a day. And that's always helpful. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you have some clarity around um, what's actually taking place, yeah. just to underscore what you're saying. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people, like we know we, we say things we don't mean or we, we make decisions that we didn't want to make all the time. Like, you know, you get in an intense moment of fellowship with your wife. Like we don't fight because we're Christians, but um, <laughs> you're in an intense moment of fellowship, and and uh, you're like, "Gosh, I wish we were out of this marriage." Like, take the handcuffs off. So I've heard, I've heard numerous people say this in my office to their spouse, which is so like deflating to them. But on this, at the same time, like once you settle down, you don't actually mean that. Like you want things to be different but you don't want to be out. And, yeah. and and that's something that happens when we're not clear-headed, we make decisions that we regret. So the first major don't is don't make any major life decisions. Yeah, I think the other thing, and you know, maybe it's uh, good for another uh, podcast, is, is the other thing that I think is important is that self-talk in those moments where you're just, you're exhausted and, and making sure that you're controlling those two voices. And... Uh, it gets back to the old, uh, you know, it's a, it's an Indian proverb about the two wolves in which one you decide to feed. And, right. and I think that's really applicable to this conversation when you're emotionally exhausted and you have to recognize, you know what, I, <laughs> I'm starting to feed the wolf of fear and doubt and frustration and I kind of need to step away. Yep. I have a uh, dry erase board marker that in my bathroom and I write on my bathroom mirror all the time, like little messages to mm-hmm. myself like that, like, Hey, your, your second voice is getting the best of you, you know, just to, That's cool. right. Let's check in on that, you know? Yeah. And, and, and so I, I'm constantly writing data, recording all my, all my data points for my workouts and stuff. But the, all of that stuff is important just to, to bring it out and, and deal with it. Yep. 
Here's another another don't. Don't quit. Don't quit. Whatever you yeah. do, don't quit. You can't. No, you can't quit. You can't quit. Here's the thing. It is what it is today. That doesn't mean it'll be that way forever. It is what it is today, but that doesn't mean it'll be that way forever. Like, uh, I, I remember <laughs> I was listening to a Christian singer sing one time, uh, not my particular brand of music, but um, they... Uh, he, he said this, and it was really profound. He said, my favorite verse in the Bible is, and it came to pass. It, it's just true. Like, things come into your life, like burnout, like hard circumstances, like all that stuff. But the, you have to keep yourself in perspective. Like, this isn't going to be this way forever. Yep. So don't quit. You may want everything in you may want to quit. Yeah. Uh, but don't. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you know, all things come to an end and, and both good and bad. And, and you have to remind yourself when it's bad, then it's, it's not going to be forever. Yeah. It's just not. And, and sometimes it doesn't feel like that, especially if you're in a, in, in a season where it's not just for one day or one month, or it could be for a couple of years, you know, but you just have to, in the spirit of not getting burnt out. I think that's why it gets back to some of the other podcasts that we've done about what is it that I'm looking towards? Like what is, you know, when we don't burn out when we're connected to purpose, right? Right. And you know, we're exhausted on the process and we're all going to get tired and we all have to sleep and rejuvenate and feed our bodies what we need to. But I think really what we're talking about is, is you know, one is making sure that I'm moving in the direction I'm supposed to move. And as I'm moving, um, you know, how can I make sure that I'm optimizing that as much as I possibly can? So right. boundaries and and recovery, but it's not stopping <laughs> like to the point and quitting and going, right. I'm out, you know, and right. you know, this sucks and, and all those other things that get in the way. Yeah. And something you just said jogged another don't for me, like, don't, don't keep yourself in isolation, but make sure that your relationships that you go to in when you're in burnout are not relationships that are going to require a ton from you. And that goes back mm-hmm. to that boundaries piece that you were talking about. Like for me, I don't like small talk. I'm not good at it. I don't, I'm like one of the most socially awkward people (laughs) that I know. And so the idea of going to a dinner party, like I know that's going to suck energy units from me. Like some people are like, Hey, buckaroo, love that. You know, that's not, I'm the opposite of that. I'm like sit in a corner and and play (laughs) games on my phone. Like that's what I would do. But that's something that I think, you know, when you're in burnout, uh, don't stay isolated, but make sure that those relationships are relationships that that there's some reciprocity, that there's a giving life uh, to you as well as you offering life to them. In that, and that comes down to communication. That's one thing that I, I feel really blessed with Jennifer and my wife, you know, is like just having that, like, hey, babe, I, I, I need a little space, I need a little time or whatever, or, or vice versa. And yeah. so, um, and then also I think that's where... Um, I don't want to say the word accountability, but just having that, that, that friendship as well, the, like having those friends, we've talked about this on the show before that you can kind of be like, man, listen, I'm, I'm struggling right now. And just, you know, not that I need to be held accountable. I just, I just, you got to be in here for a second, right. You know, and, and just kind of rejuvenate and not, not to complain or be negative, but to, to, to speak out, but to have that energy come back in terms of, Hey, Aaron, I hear you. Um, appreciate you calling and I know you got this and this won't be forever. And so I, th- I think that's a part of the dues is, is having those safe circles that you can go to. Yeah. And, and having people that will check in on you and go, Hey, how yeah. you doing? Correct. Uh, make sure you're still going forward. You know, you don't have to go forward fast. You just have to take one more step, but you need to go forward. Don't quit. And it kind of reminds me about the invitation that we have when we talk about affirmation. I feel like that kind of falls into that camp. Yes. You know, is, 
is it's just one of those things that it's it's free. It's our words and our effort and our thought processes that we just don't provide enough to the world. Yeah. You know? Yep. So. Yep. Here's another don't. Um, don't stop working out. Yeah. Your workouts will suck. <laughs> like this isn't going to be like, I broke a personal best, you know, like on every lift at every, that's not what happens during burnout, but don't quit. Yeah. Don't stop working out. Minimum compliance your way through it. Develop that. What what happens is when you do that, you're rewiring your brain specifically around being able to step into uncomfortable situations. When you have a, I'm emotionally tired, but I'm going to physically push through. That is actually one of the biggest growth steps that you can make. So don't stop working out. Correct. Um, and here's an here's one that's kind of connected to that is don't start eating poorly. When we burned out, it's like oh, I don't care. Like I'm just. I don't care. I'll pick it up. I'll worry about yeah. it tomorrow. That's one of my biggest pitfalls. <laughs> yeah. And I think for me, one of the things that helps is I know I'm going to have, I have like four or five people that I'm going to have to tell that mm -hmm. I failed. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do it because <laughs> I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of knowing <laughs> that I was insufficient in some way. But that's the, like, don't, don't eat poorly. There's a couple of reasons for that. Number one is because it train wrecks all your progress. But the second one is because it makes you feel worse. Yeah. Like it, it gives you that immediate dopamine rush where you're like, oh, I, I feel good because it releases chemicals in your brain. But then you're going to wake up the next morning and go, I feel like crap and I'm tired and I don't want to, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah. Again, I think it gets back to just it, it can get really slippery fast, you know, and, and you got to be careful. I mean, from food to I'm just going to have one glass of wine turns into a bottle, yeah. a bottle and a half. I mean, you know. It can happen. Yeah, real easy. Real easy. And 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 uh, like uh, <laughs> the other night, I was playing my Time Sucker, the PS4, <laughs> and I had the time, so I was like, no big deal. I'll I'll just do it. I don't have anything else to do on my day, and so I was like, I have about an hour before I'm gonna go to bed, and so I uh, I sat down. I was playing the game, and I'm I'm into the game, and then I look at my watch. It had been three hours. <laughs> I was like, what? What, just, what happened? just happened? That kind of stuff happens when you're not intentional about managing your time. That's true. And I'm I'm still figuring out my boundaries with this PS4. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that can happen real fast. It can. It and can and it's fast. one of those things that for me, I'm like, okay, I'll play a little bit. It's fine. and But I can get lost in it in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I just have to manage it well. Yep. So don't, don't, uh, don't make major life decisions. Don't quit. Don't stop working out. Don't eat poorly. Don't do that. Here's the last one, as I would say, don't disappear. Like make yourself stay in the relationships that you're connected to that are actually valuable to you. Doesn't mean you have to give a ton, but ones that you know you have the freedom to yeah. say, hey, I'm not doing great. Those relationships, stay connected to yeah. those. That's great. I, I think that this gets back to a theme. We've said it a couple times. It's boundaries. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, I'm the people, like you just said, the people that are are important in my life that I need in my life. I'm not going to disappear on them. Right. I'm just going to have that connection, that communication. Like, hey, Aaron, I, I gotta say I'm having a rough day. Need a little space. You're like, cool, got it, great. It's not you, it's me, and you know, and I'm gonna be good in three hours. I just, I just need a little space. Yeah. So I, I think that's, I think that's important. Again, this is a part. The whole theme of this is boundaries for burnout. 
and and I think that really summarizes it. Yeah. So I'm sure there's lots more. Yeah. Again, like we said, please email us what you do and what you don't do during burnout. What how you get yourself through it. We'd love to hear that, and totally. and would love to update uh, that on the show just so that we can help everybody be better. Because I think together we're better. Um, if you if you have benefited from the show, share it, like it, follow, uh, do whatever. Um, help somebody else to, to maybe that needs to hear this. If you have a friend that you know that's struggling with burnout, maybe send them the episode and say, hey, I was thinking of you. They may hate the show, but the fact that you were thinking about them matters. And so they'll, um, they'll do that. Uh, email us any show ideas that you have. Uh, yeah. Jason at Ariel-Tribe.com or Aaron at Ariel-Tribe.com. We'd love to hear your show ideas and um, we'll, uh, we'll take those and, and actually work them into our schedule. So. And I think the last thing is, is if you haven't taken a look at the invitation, I yes. highly recommend take a look at the invitation. And this might sound like an oxymoron in some ways, but the invitation can create a boundary for your burnouts. Yep. And how is that? Cause it's going to make you focus. It's going to force you to get rid of things that you're like, I didn't realize that that's taking time or whatnot. So just, uh, if you haven't, we encourage you to take a look at it. And if you're not f- facing burnout right now, that it's a great time to start the invitation because yeah. one of the one of the ways that we visit burnout less is by making provision when we're strong for the times when we're weak. Yeah. And so, um, doing developing those habits will cultivate a strength and a depth in you that will help you visit burnout less often. Absolutely. So we'll be back soon with another great episode. But until then, you guys live well, and uh, thanks for joining the tribe.